Praise the Lord and welcome to our 30-minute podcast, The Elephant in the Room with Bishop Michael Bellamy. Our podcast will cover a variety of topics that are overlooked, misunderstood, or even controversial from a biblical perspective. We have a wonderful team of enthusiastic and excited producers who want to make each episode something that will be enjoyable and informative for you to listen to. In today's episode, we will explore how to identify where we have misalignment with God's will for us and how to achieve realignment with Him by following Christ's example. Today's podcast was produced by Sister Satoya Clanton. I'll be right back with our first episode. Well, friends, 2021 has been a remarkable year of many exciting things and some disappointments as well. But we're ready to embrace the new year. I know that I am. As the new year approaches, many people will focus on making New Year's resolutions and how they will make changes to make their life better. During this season, people have the tendency to overpromise and underdeliver. I've done that many years in my early adulthood. I'm not proud of it either, but I learned and I grew from it and I'm continuing to grow. I recall making a resolution several times to purchase a membership at the Chicago Health Club when it was in Oak Park, Illinois. Remember it almost like it was yesterday. After signing up, Super excited and getting my membership card. I would go for a while. Then after a few months, stop going. The excitement, the enthusiasm quickly wore off. And it's typical of us to make big plans. We want to be and do better. But in most cases, like me, We come up short. That is simply to say we underdeliver. According to the Statistic Brain Research Institute, 45% of Americans usually make New Year's resolutions. Did you know that? But only 8% are successful in achieving them. It sounds about right. I think for many years, I was in the 8%. They find themselves frustrated with their lack of uh, progress. Uh, By June, they give up all hope for change because their lack of faith in themselves or commitment. Maybe they just were not getting the desired results. I'm sure you can think of some resolutions you have made as well in the past. 
And sometime around June, maybe before or a little after, you were under-delivering, and you said, like me, I'm out. (laughs) I'll try this again next year. And then the following year, uh, it was, I'll try this again next year. In his article titled, What Are God's New Year's Resolution?, Dr. Jim Dennison stated, People who explicitly make resolutions are ten times more likely to attain their goals than people who don't explicitly make resolutions. Friends, I find that very interesting because I was in sales for about 30 years. We were required to write down our sales goals for the next year and to write them down by quarter. And then the sales team would meet with our sales manager with our written, and I did say written, projected sales. You know, I wasn't very enthusiastic about writing my goals down because we always had to project higher sales than the previous and the existing year or the current year because management always wanted to increase sales. That was very challenging. And you didn't want to come up short. We were taught a goal isn't a goal until you write it down. Maybe you've heard that before. A goal isn't a goal until you write it down. Well, when it comes to our spiritual lives, how often do we find ourselves in the same place with God? Overpromising, full commitment to Him, but often finding ourselves straying from His will and, and back into our own. I've had that experience many, many times. And I'm not proud to say that. It's hurtful, disappointing, and honestly, in some cases, shameful. No one wants to make promises to God, then under-deliver. We'll talk about how we can get out of alignment with God and how to realign with him by following Christ's example. I'm sure most of us are familiar with what happens when a car wheels are out of alignment. The tires are not set properly and the front end will veer in the wrong direction, maybe to the left or to the right. When we buy a new set of tires, we pay a little extra to have a wheel alignment. A few years back, I purchased four new tires and paid that extra fee for the wheel alignment because I know that a good set of tires can be run if the alignment is not taken care of. And when my car is taken in for service, it needs to be checked periodically. Those who um, drive cars, they know that um, they can have a hard time staying between the white lines and maybe veering off into the yellow lines. 
These lines are indicators of where the lanes are, where the shoulder is on either side of the road. And if that vehicle is not properly aligned, it's easy to to veer off. I've done that. Took my hands off of the steering wheel while driving at maybe 50 or 60 miles an hour just to see if the car would veer to the left or the right. And it did. And I thought, well, it's time for me to take this car in when I get my oil change and have them to do a wheel realignment. A few months ago, my wife and I were returning from Kentucky when suddenly the front end of um, the car began to shake. My tires were relatively new. I, I have hundreds of miles on them, but I didn't think the car should be performing like that. Not like it was. I had to reduce my speed from 75 to 50 miles per hour. And even at the reduced speed, the front end continued to shake. I asked uh, my wife to locate a Lexus dealer in a nearby town so that we could take the car in and have it inspected. It was the weekend, but we still had 300 miles to travel before getting home. And at that point, I felt like it wasn't safe to be on the highway. There were semis behind us on the side of us traveling at about 50 and it seemed like not 50 traveling at 80 seemingly 90 miles an hour and it was frightful even terrifying i had my hazard lights on but that didn't seem to slow them down Friends, when we are out of alignment with God, it affects our spiritual growth and development. We do not perform at our optimal level in our gifts and callings. When this happens, it's time to get spiritual counseling or advisement. We need to know what we need to do to get back in alignment with God to operate at our optimal level and maintain healthy performance. This alignment can start out as a small issue. Mine's did, but it can grow exponentially if not addressed quickly. In the last few months, I've paid a lot of money in repairs on that front end. The Lexus service department told me uh, a few years ago about the work that needed to be done on the front end. It wasn't anything that was endangering our lives, so I kept putting it off because I just wanted to get the oil change and get back on the road. I thought it could wait, and it did wait. But those small issues eventually caused major problems. Small issues should not be ignored. I knew that. I knew one day it was going to have to be taken care of, but I kept putting it off. 
Those small issues left unattended cause more damage and they grow exponentially. It takes longer and costs more to correct the problems. Unfortunately for me, it became a big problem 300 miles from home. When we are focused on the wrong viewpoints, we find ourselves moving in the wrong direction and drifting outside of where we should be and into dangerous territory. Friends, we find ourselves deviating from the promises we make to God or feel like our lives are in chaos. It's because we didn't put him first and have faith in his word. It is better to not make a promise to God than to make one and break it. Let me say that another way. Don't make promises to God you can't keep. I'll say it again. Don't make promises to God you can't keep. We find that we get comfortable with choosing our plans without even considering God in the process. That's dangerous. It is dangerous and it is it is hazardous to our spiritual growth and development. Then we bring God in at the point where we're in trouble and we need salvation. We need God to deliver us. We overpromise and underdeliver. We find ourselves having offended God because we didn't keep our word. We find ourselves in distress in a spiritual or emotional ditch off the highway, stalled, and need to be towed or pulled out of our dilemmas. For some people, it's a cycle. It's not a curse. Please understand that. It's not a curse. It is a cycle of broken promises. We want to break the cycle in 2022. But we don't want to do it by making another resolution. We don't want 2022 to be a year of broken promises. But we want it to be joyful performance and progress. Friends, this is Bishop Michael Bellamy, and I hope that you're enjoying our podcast and will subscribe to our Facebook page. You will find our weekly 30-minute podcast on many of your favorite platforms. I hope that you will tell your family and friends to listen in as well. Well, we don't want to set ourselves up for failure in 2022. Not where we are trying to recover from mistakes where 
we have used poor judgment or didn't have the will to keep promises we made to God. When we offend God, we ask for forgiveness. And because he is a loving, caring, gracious, and kind God, he willfully and cheerfully forgive us. One way to avoid this cycle, to break the cycle, is to ask God what his plans are for our life for the new year. To ask God, what do you want to accomplish in me in 2022? And Jesus prayed, not my will, but thine be done. We create a cycle of broken promises, neediness, and disobedience to his word because we don't resolve within ourselves to submit to him. Friends, we can break the cycle. We can. You can. We can break the cycle by submitting to God and following the example of Jesus Christ at the beginning of the year. It's not a difficult thing to do. If we have the volition and will to do it, it's not complicated. Unlike under the Mosaic law, things were very complicated for the children of Israel. I don't think they made New Year's resolutions, but they did reflect on the past year and desire to be and do better. The problem for them was their reflections and the law could not make them better. For them, it was failure after failure and disappointment after disappointment. What a horrible way to live. We know how we feel. When people make promises to us and and break them. The promise breaker usually says, I'm sorry. They make another promise and break that promise and they say, I'm sorry. We forgive them. They make more promises, break those promises and say, I'm sorry. Eventually, we're tired of them making and breaking promises. Breaking the cycle of broken promises happens when we submit to God. When we submit to God, the Holy Spirit will help us to keep our word. Jesus gave us the foundation to alignment with God. In Mark chapter 12, verses 30 through 31, Jesus said, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, with all thy mind and with all thy strength. And this is the first commandment. And the second like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And there is none other commandment greater than these. 
So how do we align ourselves with God? We do it by loving him with our total being. When we love him with our soul, mind, and strength, there is nothing left. That's the total person. And there is a song I love to hear the praise team sing. I give myself away so you can use me. Jesus modeled submission. He showed us what it means to surrender awe. One of the greatest examples of alignment, submission, and obedience was when our Lord agonized in Gethsemane. There was a clash or battle of wills. Jesus asked the Father, If it be possible, would you allow this cup to pass? But nevertheless, not my will, thy will be done. So as he was looking for options, that is, for the, for the father to come up with plan B, he continued to submit to God's will. What a powerful example of how to pray and find peace. Friends, if we would incorporate this prayer into our lives, it may relieve us of a lot of stress and pressure. When we pray, Lord, these are my plans, my goals, my desires. This is what I want to do with my life, but not my will, your will be done. When we pray like that, we are acknowledging the sovereignty of God and submitting to his lordship. Lord, if it's not your will, overrule my will, override my plans, because you know what's best for me. And he does. He knows what's best for us in 2022. Gethsemane was a very difficult time for Jesus, friends. It really was. I think it was probably the most difficult time of his life. The beautiful thing is he kept submitting to his father. The father saw his weakness heard him agonizing, and helped him by sending angels to minister to him. May I tell you, friend, when you want to do God's will, even in weakness, vulnerabilities, and gross failures, the Father will strengthen you. He will strengthen you to do his will. You're not the only one struggling. You're not the only one who feels disappointed because of failures. You're not the only one asking, will I ever get it right? Will I ever be in alignment with God and Christ? 
There are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of us out there. (laughs) The good news is that it is possible. With God, all things are possible. Can we pray the Gethsemane prayer together? Father, not my will, but thine be done. Can you begin the new year, the year of celebration and expectation of bigger and better things? A year of hope praying, thy will be done. Hopefully, 2022 will be the year when we exit the tunnel. We have been seeing the light at the end of the tunnel for a long time, haven't we? Yes, we have. Perhaps the tunnel will be behind us and we will enjoy the warmth and brilliance of the light. If not, then, but not my will, thy will be done. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. As we are submitting to God, aligning and realigning with God by seeking the things that are important to God, that's what we have to do. We have to Seek the things that are important to God. Whatever plans we have should be important to God. When we seek God, we desire the things of God. There is a big difference between desiring things from God and desiring the things of God. When we desire the things of God, we're willing to give up, surrender our desires, our worldly pleasures for God. Jesus said, if we seek the kingdom of God, all these things, what things? The things we desire, the things we long for, the promises of God, all these things will be added to us. Added is a very important word. So friends, don't gloss over it. They will be added to you. You don't earn them. They are gifts from the Father because you put first things first. Because you put him first, because you made a conscious decision to realign your life with his will and his word. You will be rewarded because you desired to be in alignment with God and Jesus Christ. Well, friends, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope you were blessed by today's podcast. Don't forget to join us every week 
for our 30-minute podcast where we will address the elephant in the room. Be safe, stay healthy, God bless.